<laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Episode two of whatever we're calling this, the emergency broadcast system. It's your boy, the Reverend Matt Lee's here live from the Kitchener Motel. If you're hearing this broadcast at this time, please follow the instructions on your in your listening ears. Exactly. Penthouse Lenny Lilac is in the house. His house. Once again with this series. No um no fancies. No intros. No no crazy intro music. It's just a couple of guys hanging out, keeping you abreast to the changes and to the journey that I about that I am about to embark on. And um as Penthouse Lenny Lilac is currently just choking for a second. I'll uh Fill you in because if, if for some reason you listen to emergency broadcast episode one and not episode two, either uh, Rev Matt Lee's. That's good shit. No longer live with a beautiful woman. I no longer live in the safe haven that is her family's basement. I am no longer in what you could call a loving relationship. I am cast away like an orphan. And at 30 years old, I have the unique ability to restart, completely reboot my life, which starts with a temporary stay here at the Kitchener Motel, being joined by a good friend, Weller, from Iowa, who was planning to visit here anyway. Evidently, his first Toronto trip may be my last. We're going to do the touristy things in Toronto. And then at some point next week, we will jump into his car and I'll drive to Iowa. And that's... Chapter two, because who knows what happens from there. But essentially, and you're booked in Iowa, booked in Iowa. Music shows already. It's uh, whose whose idea was that? Ah, oh, it's everybody's idea. No, no, that was my idea. When you're standing there, you know what you should do? You should get booked. Oh well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, what happened was it's because honestly, we talked about this a little bit, but I can broach it now. The passion in music has been gone in me for quite some time and i don't think we i we quite realize it until just now we may have just in passing figured it out um wow what was that trailer thought you can't sing the blues if you, yeah exactly if you live with a beautiful woman exactly so because it's kind of <laughs> like there's that joke that like when a guy falls in love he becomes fat i must be really in love <laughs> i feel like when a musician falls in love he falls flat you know, I ran out of things when I'm when I'm, when I'm happy. Like I wrote all the songs I have now, when I was a fucking angsty teenager and had shit to say, and you know, thought I still had an opinion that mattered. Lately, I don't really, I haven't written at all. I've hardly played my guitar to the point that it had rusted strings on it today. So it's literally been <clears> months. But it's like I said to Lenny, you can't sing the blues. You can't be a blues guy if you're if you've had, if you've got everything you've ever wanted. However, uh, everything you think you've ever wanted. However. If the rug is torn out from underneath you, that is the very basis for blues. So I said to Lenny, or I said to the guys, uh, music talent, music, being able to play a guitar is kind of like riding a bike. Once I pick it up and familiarize myself and get over the fact that my hands hurt again, I'll be able to get right back into it because I have that bass knowledge. I have that bass skill of being able to play music. Now I'm just hoping I have some kind of passion that's in me now that I can essentially vent out over the next week in this motel as i essentially rediscover myself as a musician because the pressure's on i have a gig next week in waterloo iowa and uh last time i played in waterloo iowa i was a bad motherfucker big fucking deal i was excited i was high on adrenaline because i was invited there for the second time to play in front of a room full of friendly people i was positive 
sounded good that night, man. I can't let them down because now I've moved on from this original bar, uh, which was great of the folks in Iowa. Smitty's, 709 Jefferson Street, Waterloo, Iowa. That's Smitty's Bar and Grill. That's where I'll be. That's where I've played twice now. Once for Zach's wedding and once for Halloween night, which was a great experience both times. This is the bar, ladies and gentlemen, in Waterloo, Iowa, whose house drink is a Jagger. And it says on their wall, Jagger is our house wine. <laughs> and when I first arrived delicious. there, I'm there. I've just met these people days before. The very next morning, I'm going to sing this man's wife down the aisle. I'm playing at Smitty's. There's a stage which is set up on a pool table. Not kidding. Classy. Awesome. When I got there for sound check, I'm looking around, and there's up on the pool table, there is a metal bucket. I've talked about this before, hanging from the ceiling, and I'm like, what's that bucket for? As we're setting up, Big Al. You'd like Big Al. Big Al's a sweet man. He's the man that I traveled with to uh, Field of Dreams. Very cool. Yeah, he took me there when I was last in Iowa. He's like, I'm going to take you to Field of Dreams, and I was like, okay, Big Al. Big Al works. And is the sure, muscle. Sure, he wasn't big gay Al. <laughs> he might be. He might be oh. big cuddly Al. Oh. Big cuddly Al is also the muscle at Smitty's oh. on Jefferson Street. So as we're setting up, he says, hey, Canada, what uh, what do you drink beer-wise? And I'm like, I love Stella. He's like, okay. Stella. I'll show up later that night for my show. Metal bucket hanger from the <laughs> ceiling now has is full of ice, bottles of Stella and bottles of water. And because it's hanging from the ceiling and I'm now standing at a pool table, right here baby they've done this before they've had this party before so i get up there and you know to be very honest about it the first time we were there it's a small bar the first time i was there was for his wedding so the bar was full of his family and friends and his wedding party and they knew i was brought in to sing this lady down the aisle to sing at their wedding so they were the most receptive crowd ever right (laughs) hard to fail in that room but i had a great time doing it everybody had a lot of fun i sold t-shirts i sold cds Got a lot of compliments, and I had a lot of fucking fun. But as I start my set, I think I played one song. I think I played a Herbie Hancock song. Big Al comes up, who, by the way, is big enough to reach, handing me a drink as I'm up on this stage. He doesn't have to even lean. He's just like, here you go. So he comes up, and he says, he walks up, and he's got a Jager bomb in his hand in a really icy, frothy mug or a glass, and he brings it up, hands it to me in front of this entire bar. I'm now not playing music. Everybody's watching. And he's like, hey, Canada. Welcome to Iowa. I don't like Jager bombs. Do you like Jager bombs? Yeah, I like them. Well, but what are you going to do? Even if it's a drink, what don't you like? Nothing. Let's say you didn't like tequila. Let's say you don't like Jager bombs, okay? You're in front of the stage. Again, these people, these guys have vouched for you. You're in for their wedding. You're about to play a great show. You just got handed a shot. You're going to drink it. Yeah, you can't be a pussy. Uh, So I think I had about eight Jagger bombs that yeah. night. Now you've seen me a little bit with my alcohol tolerance. Yeah, it's not, not very high. A third of a beer. Right. <laughs> <Gotta> go. <laughs> now all the boys down there are big fellows, so they can handle their booze. And when you're in Iowa, <clears throat> I think drinking is a pastime. It's a so, requirement. What the fuck was that? I kicked the stove here. <laughs> That's right, folks. I'm standing in a kitchenette in a motel in Kitchener. <clears throat> the Kitchener Motel. If you're just joining us. Yeah. So anyway, we're we're telling a story of the first time I'm in Waterloo, Iowa. Who tunes in five minutes in? No, no, you know, it's funny. I was listening to Jay Moore, the comedian who now has a podcast. And about 20 minutes into every episode, he says, hey, you're listening to more stories. I'm here with Penthouse Lenny Lilac. Right now we're talking about this. And I was like, fucking genius. Simplest thing in the world. But there are times, especially like in Joe Rogan's show or even in our own, because we babble and yabber and yabber and go on for 20 minutes, especially with Jeff Black. I think it's a good idea to every 20 minutes or so be like, hey, it's Matt Lees. I'm here with Jeff Black. He's telling us about a bathroom he was in. Yeah. So anyway, yes. To remind the listeners. 
Yeah, so the Jagger bombs. So after I do the first Jagger bomb, a few minutes later, I'm up on the stage and Al comes back and gives me a T-shirt. In front of it says Smitty's Bar and Grill or Smitty's Bar. Back says Jagger's our house wine. It's essentially a stripe that I've earned. <coughs> and you wiped your ass with it, threw it in the crowd. No, man, I kept it <laughs> loyally until this weekend when I'm not really quite sure where it is. But I'll get a new one next yeah. week. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, no, it was it was a great time. So I'm very happy that I'm being welcomed so back what if there. you go to this new bar and, like, you're the man in this bar. And it, everyone loved you and that. And you go to this new bar and you're like, <coughs> chicken wire? And, and they're like, uh, well, we, we only like fucking country. We have nah. both kinds of music. Apparently, this bar is the business. It's the one that's like about indie music and local music. Uh, to the point that like Zach Zach uh, wanted to call me and be like, you know, because when I did the Smitty shows again, I was playing in front of friends. Yeah, they were drinking. I didn't have a set list. I wasn't rehearsed. I was just fucking around. I was having fun. And I, I I told Zach when we talked that I know the difference. I'm a professional musician. I was at one point. Hopefully, I can be again. I know the difference between a bar full of friends and a bar you need to impress that's there to hear music. Yeah. So if they're there to actually listen to music, then I'll fit in just fine and yeah. I'm not I'm yeah. not worried about that. And if they're there to hear get to the taking care of business part? Yeah, which I don't think it's going to be that way. No. And if it is, hopefully it'll be more in the vein of John Mayer songs and cheesy love songs for yeah. these chicks, which I can do all fucking night. Yeah. That's yeah, we have both kinds of music, country and western. That's right. <laughs> So, yes, folks at home, you get to essentially listen to my journey. Where are you playing? Bob's Country Bunker? No, I can't remember the name of the place. It's right next to the college, and it's the beginning of their school year, the week that I'll be playing. So it has the potential to be fucking awesome. The only part that I need to do is get back on the horse. Yeah. Which may be... Ride ride some horses. That's right. Which may be an interesting journey for the podcast listeners to listen to, perhaps. Yeah. Not only am I leaving... Are you going to be... Oh, fuck. Can you record some of the show? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely, yeah. I um not I can run this gear. Yeah. Um, not only am I starting a brand new life, essentially, I'm also an artist who you can do a live from on the stage episode of the podcast if you play music and the, and during the thing like hi I'm Matt Lee's and this is my podcast. Yeah, we could. It's really I'm gonna be I'm gonna you, have this. You could with break me. new ground. Nobody's ever done that before. So one mic could be my vocal. The other mic could be the guitar amp. Run yeah. right, just like this podcast is running right now. It's not yeah. a hard thing to do. I expect to hear this. So, yeah, that's what I need to do, folks. I need yeah. to get back on the horse, get my talent level back up. Because you got to keep doing it yeah. to be Keep growing that sadness good. beard. This sadness beard goes nowhere, ladies and gentlemen. Day two <laughs> of the sadness beard. And um, maybe I'll update the blog frequently with pictures of what I'm doing and where I am. And your beard. Yeah, and my beard. Because um, what better time to grow a sadness beard, sir? Yeah, no. Well, and at the end, you know what the best part of the sadness beard is? Mm. At the end, when it's the full-grown beard, right. you can shave it into that terrible mustache. Nice, the big, <laughs> big handlebar one. Well, you get to do, you get to have all the fun. You get to yeah. fucking make the Hulk Hogan. That's right. You do the fucking sideburns like the honky tonk man, yeah. Yeah. and then the fucking Magnum PI. Oh, the Hogan go, turns into the Magnum PI mustache. That's right. Or then the Hitler. Yeah. <laughs> You're all well, all I know for or now the, is sorry, the Michael Jordan currently. For now, it's going nowhere. <laughs> the Michael Jordan. He's, he has a fucking hit. I know, and he's cool with it. Yeah. He doesn't care. And, and people let him do commercials like that. Yeah, terrible. Joe, Don't steal from Joe Rogan. What? Isn't that a Joe Rogan story? Oh, I've yeah, heard maybe. That, I've heard the Michael Jordan Nazi thing. I think that was me. And they let him advertise. Yeah, maybe it was you. <laughs> My well, brain is uh, so If I stole it from Joe Rogan, I apologize, but I, I don't remember hearing that. Fair enough. I, I wasn't a, you know, whatever. Yeah. Fuck Joe Rogan. Yeah. 
I like Joe Rogan a lot. I like his podcast. I like Joey Diaz. Sometimes it's too fucked up, but most of the time it's enjoyable. That's true. There are some. Did you listen to the one about the uh, ancient aliens one? Yes. That was fucked. That was a <laughs> lot of fun to listen to. Yeah. Though. But we don't need to suck any other podcast dicks. Yeah. yeah sure fu- we have, fuck you guys. I'm sure we have plenty of things to do. <laughs> plenty of things to discuss. Plenty of things to talk about. What was about. the original topic of the show going to be? It was what your favorite toys were as a kid before we went undercover, brother? Well, that Yeah, that was last. When, when I thought all was normal i thought yeah, hey let's was, do one about our favorite toys and when shit. i was pulling up to the house and like you can't meet me there <laughs> yeah yeah so no that was going to be one of the themes but it seems kind of trivial now <laughs> your favorite yeah. toys as a child why what what's you, you, your, your whole world didn't change did it no no not at all let's see here what do i got here my pants pocket my shorts cargo shorts pockets <clears throat> we have Collected from the store today, just in case yeah. I forgot them. Yeah, a That's sand person, <laughs> a Chewbacca, <laughs> and an Obi Wan Kenobi uh, from the original old school Star Wars. Yeah, the figures. good one when he was an old man. Use the force, Luke. Yeah. I told Lenny Lilac today that I thought I saw Chewbacca walking down the street. <laughs> no word of a lie, ladies and gentlemen. I need glasses. I've needed glasses for a while now. I have bad eyes, so I was, I'm looking, and you know. When you're in the mall that contains Lenny's Toy Store, it's not unlikely to see a guy in a Chewbacca costume. (laughs) I mean, stranger things have happened. That's all. Remember that mullet you saw that was fucking Oh, I don't miss a single one, baby. (laughs) Mullet watch will continue. When there's one worthy, I'll get it. I saw a great one the other day, Canadian Tire, but I didn't have time to snap him without him seeing me. And I didn't need to get into that. Um, But now where do we go? Yeah, Chewbacca. Right, so I'm driving into the, the plaza. I'm like, holy shit, there's a dude in a Chewbacca costume. Now, is there any way for me to tell this without it coming off racist? No. Okay. Yeah, so, so go ahead. So I get up really... Then as I get closer, I'm like... Now, I mean, I thought I saw Chewbacca, right? I saw, thought I saw the vest. It was seven feet tall. <laughs> big fro, fucking Wookiee-looking hair. I'm like, holy shit, it's a Chewbacca costume. Get up closer. It is evidently just a really tall black woman with a fro wearing a gray vest. <laughs> Also wearing a brown dress, by the way. So it's not like I was totally like, I wasn't totally in left field because she was wearing something similar to these colors. Yeah. Just saying. Although now that I think about it, Han Solo wears a vest, not Chewbacca. Yeah, he wears the, like the gun strap or whatever. Yeah. So my whole story goes to shit and I'm just evidently a racist. Yeah. Well, uh, okay. you're, you're fine with that, aren't you? What? I am what I am. Evid- yeah. You know, Apparently, fucking shit. Yeah. Fuck you. So you know, here it is. Here it is, folks. I am what I am. Yeah. What are you, Matt? What are you? What are you really? I don't know. I have no yeah. idea. If we're and gonna sit down, Barbara Walter styles, Matt. What am I? Let's, <laughs> Matt. Um, at this time, how do you feel about the way things are going in the world? I don't know. Ask me in a month. No, right now. We want to know what you feel like right now. I don't know. You mean in the world in general or in my world, sir? Well, <laughs> currently in your world. Onward and upward. Well, in the world, there's all kinds of crazy shit going on. There's fucking riots going on where you're going. <laughs> it's true. I have within a month, I could be in the center of it all. Yeah, Ollie needs help. I'm flying in. <laughs> help me, dude! You got to get over here. There's fucking f- some fights going on. Ollie has said on this show that he lives 20 minutes from the airport that I will fly into. <clears throat> he has also said via Twitter or Facebook recently that he's been hearing sirens. For quite some time, where he was hearing sirens for an extended period of time. Not good. He could be right in the middle of it all. 
So maybe I'll have to grab him on my way to Cardiff and say, come on, bud, let's get out of here. Considering my world fell apart, can we please wipe the slate of all punches and start at zero? (laughs) What are are we going to do about this special episode? Well, that's a question, isn't it? Yeah. Maybe instead of, I don't know. I mean, we can always resume it. It's not like it's not going to happen. But this, what if this is the, this is the end? Well, this it's is not, the end. It won't be the end. I always have Skype. I always, I'm always gonna have a microphone because I am. What the if, vo- as you cross over into Buffalo on your way to Iowa, you're <laughs> accosted by Chewbacca? Well, I'm gonna leave you with a failsafe plan, Lenny Lilac. All right. And if I don't, if I'm not heard from or updated within a certain amount of time, there'll be steps that you can take. I guess. <laughs> right. I, I, you're gonna leave me instructions. I'll teach you how to record a wave file. Yeah. You're saying I'm pretty sure he's dead. <laughs> yeah. If you're hearing this, he's dead. We could even mix it before I leave. Yeah, okay, good. And I'll give you the password for the Podbean account, and yeah. we'll call it... How long till the Podbean account expires? Oh, I pay by the year, so that'll keep running. Oh, okay, so we're good. Till when? We got some time. We got some time. <laughs> you just paid that recently, didn't you? Yeah. So it's not a big deal. <laughs> okay. So Podbean will continue. The podcast will continue, because I am the voice of the voiceless. Yeah. And no matter where I go, there'll be a microphone, even if it's the one built into my iPhone or uh, laptop. And I'd just like to remind the good folks at Rogers Telecommunications who may not have heard episode one of the new journey, whatever this may be called or may be titled in the post-production world. uh, Fuck you. (laughs) Uh, I have this iPhone 4 here. uh, Which, starting now. Starting, well, last episode. Episode one of the new journey I'm no longer going to be paying for. Uh, You guys can all suck my dick. And uh, I'm going to keep using this phone throughout the United States and Europe. Until which point you decide that you should probably turn it off. At which point I'll take the SIM card out, flush it down the toilet, and uh, buy a new SIM card in Europe. Sell the phone. No, I'll buy a new SIM card in Europe where phone plans are ridiculously cheaper. Uh, So Rogers... Internet bills and all. Oh, there's a charge for this and there's a fee for that and you're under contract. Suck my dick. You're not getting a dime. If I can find a way for you to give me another iPhone 4 before then, I'll do it. And I'll give it to Penthouse. <laughs> uh, the views and opinions expressed at this time by Matt Lees are not ones of Penthouse Lenny Lilac. As I am staying and I have a loyal Rogers customer for 20 years. Thank you. <laughs> Fair enough. But me, Rogers... You ain't getting a damn thing. <clears throat> I'm going to take Whoopi Goldberg's line from a great movie she did. Well, it wasn't a great movie. <laughs> Whoopi now Goldberg think about great movies. Hey, you watch your goddamn mouth. That's <laughs> really? Whoopi Goldberg. Uh, it was, it was actually a terrible Whoopi Goldberg what movie. What were those movies where she's a nun? What's that called? Uh, Sister Act. Oh, okay. Uh, this one. That was pretty good. <laughs> this one. I kind of like Sister Act 2. I like because <laughs> it had Jennifer Love Hewitt in well, it. That was the coolest movie that I've ever seen. Um, <laughs> evidently this was a terrible Whoopi Goldberg movie could be one of any I guess you're right it's in New York City she's in a phone booth it's obviously in the 80s or early 90s when uh, you'd put money in and then you'd finish your phone call but if you hung up the operator would call back and be like insert another quarter please what yeah that was something they do back in the day oh okay maybe just in New York City because I saw it in lots of movies and shit so she makes this phone call from a pay phone right hangs up phone rings it's the operator she's like hello what? Oh, you want another quarter? Come find me in New York City. You want another fucking quarter. Oh. So basically, I'm taking that line and saying to Rogers Telecommunications, yeah. come fucking find me. And even then, no. 
Bro, it's funny because we have at least a few listeners that are employees of Rogers Telecommunications. Yeah. They're cutting you off as you speak. <laughs> I don't think they're allowed to do that. Really? No. I've done nothing wrong yet. <laughs> yeah, you haven't paid the bill yet. Well, no, my bill's not. You haven't received the bill yet. Uh, my bill's not due at this point. Yeah. I'm all paid up right now. That's what I mean. I got a clean slate. Yeah. I can run this thing to the moon and just let it expire. <clears throat> Downloading porn full time. Doesn't matter what I do, does it? No. No. It doesn't. Doesn't matter that 20 I 20 gigs in an hour, in, in the, every hour for the next week. Right. Doesn't matter. Fuck them. Yeah. Come find me in Cardiff, Wales for your money, Rogers. You've done enough. You <clears> cunts. <throat> for those of you in the world who don't know Rogers, they're just a terrible monopolizing pirate corporation. They own everything in Canada, digitally speaking. They're the empire. They are the empire. So they have expensive services. They rope you into shitty contracts. They don't give a fuck. They have terrible customer service. I know because I worked there in customer service for two years. How do you really feel? I'm doing great, right? Yeah. Because it doesn't matter. I can don't just fuck matter. Don't I can just fucking unload shit. Yeah, unload it all. Let it uh, go. Fucking Rogers. Yeah. On this very show, when we used to say the Ministry of Defense, it was Rogers. That's where we worked. <laughs> I was a call center agent, and I sat there and took calls from fuckers like... Who wouldn't pay their bill and then they'd call and yell because their phone was cut off. Which I've been that guy too. We all have. We all have. I did it eight hours a day though. Until they decided, no, you can leave now. We yeah, you were good at it though, weren't you? I was, I was very good at it. Because most of the job involved talking to people. There were certain things they expect you to meet and do on the phone call, obviously. Now, Mr. Lilac, I see here that you're going over on long distance minutes calling in Canada. Do you think we can just find a, a cheaper way to get you to save on those long distance calls and maybe even, you know, cost you less per month than you're spending right now? Uh, really? I'm already you can make me pay less, of course. That's right, because this month in long distance overages alone, you had eleven dollars and fifty cents. And that was for only twelve minutes. What if I told you I can give you twenty five minutes for just five dollars a month? Wouldn't you want to do that? <laughs> Why haven't I been doing this all along? Exactly. I mean I apologize, <laughs> but we can get you on the right thing. Right away, sir. So can you credit me the difference from the top, from the beginning of time that I didn't pay? No, unfortunately not. Well, can but, I speak to I can, your supervisor? <laughs> sir, my supervisor has the same limitations that I do, unfortunately. Actually, I don't think they do. I'd really like to speak to your supervisor. Sir, right I assure you, if you speak to the supervisor, they're just going to reassure you as to what I'm saying. <laughs> well, which is, I'm going to speak to their you, supervisor. And if you keep, if I actually, can I have retentions? I'm retention, <laughs> sir. Yeah. No. Yeah. Can I? <laughs> retention was my job. Customer loyalty, they called it. Yeah. Basically, give them whatever they want. Yeah. So you're not giving me what I want. Just just give it to me. Yeah, but they it start the job started with give them whatever they want. Yeah. And then the job became, but don't give them anything. What are you doing? Well, he wants a cheaper plan, so I'm giving him a credit. Don't give him a credit. What are you doing? But you told me to give him everything. I used to credit people all fucking time. Yeah. Straight up, I don't even care. Here's a here's a hundred thousand dollars in credits. No, not even. But if they were like, listen, I didn't know that my data over Did you give hot chicks more credit. They're on the phone, egghead. But you can tell they're hot. No, no. no. Let me just finish my sentence. Right, sorry, I thought yeah. if you weren't being cut off, then you wouldn't feel like you're at Let, home. Let's say, for example, uh, a mother calls because her her son or daughter ran up a thousand dollars in text messaging charges, and the mom didn't know. And now, moving forward, she could have had a plan that was. $20 for unlimited text messages. Uh-huh. Now, there's no way I'm allowed to credit her $1,000, right? Okay. No way. The limits at Rogers are they'll give you half if you ask for it. 
You have to ask for it, but they can give you up to half. Pretty much no questions asked. That's where they're willing to go. One time, right? If this is the seventh time it's happened, yeah. no, no. But once or twice, you can get away with it. If you keep fighting, you can get all of it. I would just give people all of it. Because I know if we fight it for long enough, somebody will just give her all of it. So why yeah, not? If they, if they didn't, go, the next you or the next you. Right. Somebody would have. Yeah, somebody's like, fuck off, bitch. Here's all so, your money. We're going to pay you to fucking talk on the phone now. Right. So why not just let this lady spend five minutes on the phone and hang up thinking, huh, you know what? That actually wasn't half bad. Yeah. Then make her go a week and get the same result that I can just give her right now. Which is what I used to do. I mean, I never did anything I wasn't overly allowed to do or wasn't deserved. I didn't just say, hey, you sound hot. Here's $1,000. Never. Yeah. And 1000 is a lot higher than the amounts that were actually yeah. being used. I'm just using the number 1000 yeah. But that, I would just... There were simple Two, things. My bill is 249 bucks. That's a reasonable... I'm overdue. I haven't paid in eight months. I, I, I want my phone back on. I can't pay you. Right. Right. Just Depends. give it back. Yeah. Depends. Some guys know. But if yeah. you're like, listen, I run my own business... There are now four cell phones that are cut off, which are all my employees. You can tell in people's voices when they're actually under strife yeah. and genuinely need your help and are trying to bullshit you. Maybe just I can because I did it for so long. Yeah. But there's a difference in that scenario. So if they're legitimately saying, look, man, I just need help. The fuck is $200 to Rogers? The difference between you and your job. Evidently, yes. <laughs> that could be the that could be it. But is it? Is it worth it? Is it is the job that I had that long ago with the path that I'm currently on and the fact that I'm still breathing and still alive even though I no longer work for Rogers? Isn't it worth it then that I helped out multiple people? Oh yeah, you're like way more yeah. people than just helping myself. You're a fucking martyr. I'm just saying, man. Yeah. Sometimes it's nice to be able to do nice things for people. Rogers is a horrible company. People hate Rogers, so I wasn't a horrible guy at Rogers, so I did what I could for people. Yeah. I hooked a lot of people up with fucking wicked plans. If you're on them now, stay on them. Yeah, because once you go off, you're out. As long as you never change your plan, you can always have this price, I tell people. Don't forget, if you want to now take off call display, you just change your plan in some way. Things aren't always eligible with each other, so don't change anything once you get something. Because they don't tell you that kind of shit, right? No. Oh, well, this value pack of voicemail isn't eligible with this one. Anyway, listen, I'm sure this is fascinating for the people (laughs) at home. Talk about Rogers. Yeah. Because I just wanted in a roundabout way to say, fuck you, you're not getting any of your money. Yeah, and I, that's going to be great. I thought about going to like a Blockbuster video and renting a bunch of Blu-rays and shit. Except the Blockbusters are all gone. It's true. And what <laughs> am I going to do with them? Yeah. Sell them. Hey, Lenny, can you ship these to me in a yeah. couple months? Ship these to me. <laughs> Take them to Iowa and sell them on the street. <laughs> just stand there. Hey, man, you want to buy a DVD? Yeah. I got Back to Future on Blu-ray. <laughs> Back to the Future, motherfucker, I don't want that shit. Hey, watch your mouth. Back to the Future goes with me to Iowa. Yeah. And to Cardiff. It can't. Oh, you sold me the the DVD. That's right. You sold the Blu-ray? For your wife under the Christmas tree. Yeah. Well, either that or you're going to get two bucks for it. Yeah, it was terrible. Yeah. I had some good days that Beat Goes On. I had some bad days that Beat Goes On. Two bucks, I'll give you five. Deal. Yeah, Beat Goes On is a used record store. They buy and sell, obviously, records, CDs, DVDs. Media. Books. Uh, video games for now. Yeah. For now. Oh, yeah. For now. Beat goes on. For now. Yeah. For now. So, yeah, rather than just ramble, why don't we just, you know. Cut it off. Let this end. All right. Let the static noise finish us for now. And we'll come back. We'll be back with more of what we're calling whatever it is, the new journey. <laughs> new hope. Uh, as Matt Lee sits here in a motel. All by himself. That's interesting artwork you have. Is that a Picasso? Yes. Yes, it is. You want to give me 500 bucks for it? Um, nope. Okay. Awesome. 
This place is cool. Thanks, dude. I like hotels. It's roomy, right? It's motel. It's homey. The TV sucks. Yeah. <clears throat> it's an RCA. twenty With no inputs. 24-inch. No inputs at all. Tube TV. Nothing. So I have a PS... So it's all fine. The whole podcast studio has now become also a PlayStation studio. Oh, you just spin it around and, and watch something lying in bed. With headphones. Yeah. Because I don't have any speakers. But that's okay. Oh, headphones are beautiful. Yeah. When, I, I recommend you listen to this podcast. And when the bad guy's knocking on your door, you won't hear him. Yeah, exactly. How about that? Thanks, fucker. <laughs> all right, ladies and gentlemen. It's me, Matt Lees, with not much more than a guitar on my back. Uh, with an open road in front of me. Who knows, right? Keep listening and... For as long as I'm alive, I'll keep doing these. What? I'll do it in post. Oh, come on. I got to hear it. <laughs> okay. Hold on. Then you need to talk for a minute right. or two. Do you have a story you can tell or something? <clears throat> Let me check my, my, my notes. <sighs> I went through the McDonald's drive-thru. Mm-hmm. And, the, and my food took forever. And the girl said, sorry for the wait. And I said, no, it looks good on you. <laughs> That's not very nice, Lenny. Pot kettle. What? what? Just call me fat? <laughs> That's a P H A T. What did vodka say to me? Fwet. Yeah. Hey, buddy, pretty P H A T. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, so, oh, my friend was telling a story today. And they use the the number a uh, hundred beers. I drank like a hundred beers, and I'm like, that's not very, that's not redundant enough. Like the the number was too low, right? Because like drinking, like Jamie can drink a hundred beers, so like to me that number wasn't like a like ridiculous number. Like I'm like, if you would have said you drank a million beers or you drank a thousand beers, but like I had like a hundred beers, I'm like, well that's possible, because Deegs could literally drink a hundred beers. Dude, I've seen him. Yeah. Which, by the way, uh, last year we went to provincial slow pitch championships in Niagara Falls with our ball team as we were qualified. And as this year, we're not. Um, And he brought to the hotel room with me and him staying at 18 cases of beer for the weekend. (sighs) Why? Why do you need that much beer? (laughs) Because now that he allowed other people to drink it, but he brought it to drink. 18 cases. And y'all, wow. Like, at what point do you start standing in the beer store going, yeah, okay, we're going to be there from Thursday night uh, till Sunday afternoon at the latest. So that's going to be like, uh, yeah, 18 beer, 18 cases. I'll have, uh, yeah, can we get 18 cases of blue? Wow. Only that man. What a wonderful man he is. (laughs) Oh, Deeks. Anyway, listen. It's your boy, Matt Lees, with not much more than the guitar on my back, ladies and gentlemen, the open road in front of me, a legitimate life change is ahead of me, and I'm going to document all of it right here in audio form for you at home to hear. The Cheesy Hulk music is for Lenny, because it makes him laugh, and when he laughs, he jiggles. <laughs> I like the truffle shuffle. Wish me luck, y'all. AK. Edging in my spare time, motherfucker. <laughs>